The New Zealand Today podcast was made with the support of New Zealand On Air. I bloody appreciate those guys, eh? If you see them, tell them thanks. Welcome back to the New Zealand Today podcast. Um, my name is Guy Williams. I'm the host of New Zealand. To, of, <laughs> too big a pause, eh? The host of New Zealand Today, the TV show. And uh, I'm joined by my director and friend. It's uh, Matt the Cookie Man Cook. Pleasure to be here. Thanks. I'm actually uh, credited as the co-creator. Oh! That's so, cool. Get that in there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've actually got the most credits in the show, so... Congratulations on the most credits in the show, because it is a difficult dynamic we have, because I get all the credit for the show, because mm. like, I am the I, I get seen on TV, and you've mm. been on a couple of episodes, but not really, so I'm well known, everyone goes, I, I'm often with you, and everyone's like, I love New Zealand Today, and then I don't know what to do, so I say, this is Matt, the director, and they're like... Yeah, no, this is what you do. If the people that come along are like, um, cool people, or they look nice, yeah. you'll take the glory. If they're weirdos, you go... Oh, and this is my director, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out. That's fucking not true. I don't reckon that's true. I reckon when I'm with people who make the show with me, I reckon I try and share the glory most of the time. No, yeah, you do. We, we need to plan some show segments. And I have a lot of segments, ideas that I pitch to you that you're like, oh, I don't know about that guy. Mm. And so... Well, this is almost the process that we do anyway. anyway. Yeah, the so research. This is a, a look behind the curtain. But for I'm going to record it as content. Yeah. I hate that term, content, eh? But like... No, but my idea as well, like these are ideas that I would love to go shoot tomorrow, but I just, I can't guarantee they're going to go well. Mm. And you're probably like very skeptical. Well, I know when I pitch them to you, you it's some, you're sometimes <coughs> very unkeen. Uh, I'm keen for any story that you're keen on. <laughs> but when I pitch you stories, you're never keen. What? Until you then pitch them thinking you've pitched them first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is good. That is probably true. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, controversial one was Refuel Joe from season three. Which was a uh, a story where about a um, an Indian man who wouldn't hi- who was racist towards Indians, and the reason the story got me so good is because you hear a story that won't a shop that won't hire Indians, you're like that's very tragic, and then you hear the guy himself is Indian, and that's still tragic, but it's funny because it's 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 darkly funny, and I found that story. I was like, Matt, I've got this great story, and you were like, we pitched this to you two years ago, and you said this is the worst story I've ever heard. Mm, basically, <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah. I think, no, you just kind of like, you uh, you do that thing where you dismiss it. You're like, oh, that's cool, bro. That's it. No, I sometimes <coughs> say, well, add it to the list. Yeah, add it to the list. Yeah. But can I say, if you've got passion in your heart and a dream, like Michael Jordan did just play one season of basketball and then retire, mm. you've got to come back a second year. And if you believe in a story, you've got to pitch it more than once. Mm. I pitched the stories to you about five times because I'm like, because you're the opposite. So you're a, this is why I'm a bad person, you're a good person. I will hear it, dismiss it, and then you'll just stop. Whereas you'll hear it, be like on the fence, and I'll pitch it again and again and mm. again until we make it work. This show works when you're passionate about a story. But have I never not been passionate about a story? No. But we've never done one. But that I'm that's, not. that's the thing. Like, the gate that you don't know about yeah. is you being passionate yeah. about a story. Yeah. And you, sometimes I'll try and make you passionate by deceiving you or like lying <laughs> to you. <laughs> But most yeah. of the time, you have to get there yourself. This is another one of my ideas, which is pretty dodgy. I can, I can understand why I haven't filmed this. It's a good concept, right? So a bit of backstory for people who don't know. I, it was based on a spin-off article that they wrote. A very good spin-off article. Not really a joke, but it was kind of funny in a way about um, a counsellor in Hamilton. They, and the headline, great clickbait headline, it was, is this the worst counsellor in New Zealand? Or is this the most dangerous counsellor in New Zealand? And it was basically just an anti-vax counsellor. Before anti-vax was big, though. This is before covid you know, there was just mm. like, you know, an old school anti-vaxxer just against like, you know, like the measles vaccine and just all those basic vaccines, polio vaccine that you get when you're a kid. You know, she was against those. And she had somehow, well, not somehow, no one runs a local body elections. That's how you get like people like Murray Chong and other legends that we've interviewed. So she was on the council and she was anti-fluoride. And they had enough anti-fluoride people that she was able to convince that for a bit, brief moment of time, Hamilton City Council managed to get fluoride taken out of their water. Sorry, this is a bit of a long-winded story, but we'll get there. For people who don't know, fluoride is put in the water in very small doses to help the general population have good teeth. Mm. Anti-fluoride people, they're all about anti-vax uh, people. They don't trust the science. 
So they are looking at it from the perspective of what year fluoride was this? is poisonous. This would be like 2017, 2018, oh, yeah. maybe spin off or an article. Maybe at that point, being an anti-vaxxer was okay? No. no, oh. no it, was definitely a, it was definitely a conspiracy theory out there, like Crystal's Lady kind of vibe. Yeah. But it wasn't as mainstream as it is now. I'd say it's more okay now because you've got a huge community you think? now. Yeah. Oh, they're definitely ostracized, but there's a huge community. Like, you can go online yeah. and meet your friends. But being skeptical of medicine five years ago was an okay... Less, yeah, yeah. It was less polarizing than yeah. it is now. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It was a different world. But she, her big thing was fluoride, which is another big one for the anti-vaccine side, mm. right? Anyway, she managed to get the power to get fluoride taken out of the water. And then the rest of the council's like, wait, what the fuck have we done? This is going to be terrible for the community in terms of dental costs and stuff like that. So, like, they literally had fluoride out of the water for, like, a week. They put it back in. But to, to satisfy the anti-fluoride brigade, they had um, a compromise, which was they set up two a- anti-fluoride taps, drinking fountains, in Hamilton. And this is where I think it's a great idea. This fountain, in my mind, is amazing. Because all the anti-vaxxers, all the anti-fluoride people are getting their water from this one source. It's a fountain in the middle of Hamilton. What a wonderful like vision of this beautiful place where... Idiots from all the, around the community travel to get their water, their lifeblood to keep them alive. Like, isn't that wonderful? What does it look like? Is it a fountain or a tap? Because I'm imagining like one of those fancy European fountains with like statues yeah. and little, little <laughs> yeah. cherubs pissing out water. Yeah, is yeah. Is it that? Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is it? Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's called a drinking fountain, but we call all our fountains drinking fountains. Okay, so it's a tap. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't mm. seen that. I haven't actually seen a photo of it even like you know, that. But yeah. does, does this tap have, it must have a sign above it, no fluoride in this tap. Yeah. To, to stop people who need fluoride or, you know, don't want to be accidentally drinking anti-fluoride water. What I like to imagine is that um, Hamilton has this town square. It's a bit bleak. I actually love Hamilton. People shit on Hamilton. I actually rate it. Mm. We went there to shoot um, Refuel Joe and various other stories. It's yeah, actually it was, right, yeah. I love the gardens. Gardens are beautiful. Hamilton Gardens are so good. Decent restaurants. Got a university. Great rugby team. Great rugby stadium. What I reckon is, for a story for New Zealand today, meeting the people who are filling up their water bottle at this fountain are going to be the most amazing people. And so instead of the fountain of knowledge, a place where you go to get knowledge, this is a place where you go to, to meet the stupidest people you've ever met in your life. <laughs> and that's why I call it the fountain of, I was going to call it the fountain of unknowledge. Mm. But I was like, that's a very bad name when I say it out loud. It doesn't roll off the tongue. Fountain of stupidity. Mm. Fountain of ignorance. Mm. That's, that's kind of Ignorance sexy. is pretty good. Fountain of ignorance. That could be better. So what gets me, I haven't researched it too hard, but what I'm fascinated <laughs> by is like, yeah, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> yeah, it's just funny. Yeah, you just, I don't know. You haven't researched it at all. Everyone, no, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck, I have. I have. Okay, listen to this then. Whatever this gets you. So the, the basic, there's a part of your brain, which I've instantly forgotten the name of it, at the back of your brain, mm. which is the part that gives you like um, expansive knowledge. This is where you get into like natural <laughs> medicine, you know, drug culture, or, you know, like when you meet a me, you, you got, we've all got a mate who's like done too many mushrooms or too much LSD, and they're like off in this world of like, expand your mind, man. Let's go to, we can go anywhere, you know, in, in our minds. Reality is just a concept. You know those guys? Yeah. Wait, are you saying, is this a scientific part of your brain? Because... Expensive knowledge area of your brain doesn't sound real. Okay, I'm basing this on mumbo jumbo oh, from yeah. anti okay. people. Yeah, and and people. Oh, is it the pineal mushroom people? Pineal gland. Is that what I'm saying? Like this tiny little gland. <laughs> Matt, the pineal <laughs> gland is in your penis. Everyone knows that. The pineal gland. No, I, yeah, I swear that's the thing. And like, if you um, oh, if it becomes calcified, I don't know. Funny detail about Matt is that um, he is he's done like four years. You got some fancy degree. I didn't realize this. I actually thought you had a dark history where you dropped out of medical school after four years when it's like a five-year course. But you actually, you did a four-year medical degree that you graduated in, right? Mm. Yeah. Or did it go dark? No, it didn't, didn't go dark. See, I, basically, I, look. You don't have to I, get into all your personal <laughs> you know, I, w- I want to hear the story. I don't want you to share the story, but I'm like, you don't have to if you don't want to. Uh, as a, as a man and a young... <laughs> A young boy in... What story starts with <laughs> as a boy? When I was a young boy. Um, so I'm just trying to figure Sometimes out where Sometimes when you're a young boy, your father takes you in the city to, to see a marching band. See the marching band. Yeah. Fuck, I love that song. That was, that was when I found music. I have a, a delayed uh, development. Yeah. Just generally, I, I think. think so, so same with me. Yeah. Yeah. So music, 
late to the party. I was yeah. still listening to like the tunes, you know, that mum and dad would listen to and hand me down. Yeah. Um. So I was in. This is yeah. This is my weird theory of late development. Yeah. I was into music late. Yeah. So there, therefore, I was into adolescent culture late. Mm. Therefore, I was into sexual relationships late. <laughs> 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 the way you said that and the way you like looked at me. And it's also weird to say it like in like a you gotta say it in like a you wanna say it in like in a family friendly way. So yeah. what do you want to say? Adult relationships. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I was, I was kinda like a year or two behind, which in high school years is massive. Massive. Like year eleven and You're year a freak. nine. Huge difference. You're right? a, um what they know know as a unit. Yeah. Sorry, anyway. Music late late into uh Finding or like hanging out with girls, maybe a yeah. bit shy. Like I was into like trading cards, Yu-Gi-Oh and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yeah, you're um, a cool guy. Is what you're trying to say. Then year thirteen, mum was probably just kind of like sick of me being a loser. Or no, <laughs> she could probably see my potential. I think <laughs> <laughs> the diamond in the rough. Is she like uh, my boy's got to get out there with the ladies? Yeah, basically. Okay, year thirteen, mum was like, right, Matt's we need to get, out there. get you out there, get <laughs> you out of the house. Um, at this point, like I just didn't care about my appearance. Hmm. Um, I was You're obsessed with football, obsessed with Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. cards. Basically, that was it. Nerd shit and football. I was pretty like talented at sport. Yeah. Um, and then mum not was, to brag about it. Yeah, mum took me to the hairdresser because at that point, mum was cut my hair every week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. At seventeen, your mum was cutting your hair. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. I didn't care how I looked. What fucking haircut did you have? Just like bowlish. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some photos now, yeah? Yeah. Um, this this was my routine in the morning. I'd wake up, have a shower, and then leave my hair wet Ooh. and go to school with like wet shower bowl hair. Nice. But the problem is, you know, by the time it's like 11 o'clock, yeah. my hair is dry yeah. and mushroom. And you got to go see the ladies. That's yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I get this haircut, and this is about the time, this is... Just before Skucks was a thing. Yeah. And I had the first Skucks faux hawk haircut in uh, Rangiora High School. Wow. And I turn up, literally turn up the next day, Monday morning. Fuck. Suddenly girls like start coming up to me and start what? talking to me. Um, this is like a movie. This is real. This is like a this movie. This is real life. This is bullshit. This is real life. Okay. Um, and then people start talking about my calves. Because I've got like, I was playing football, so my calves are What quite, is like, the nice. story? You're great. You um, do, fuck Matt is now flexing his calves, <laughs> and they're actually amazing calves. Yeah, so that um, suddenly, I don't, I, I don't know if like the girls always thought about my calves and just didn't want to approach me, but one I've never <laughs> known. Do girls care about calves? I don't know. I think it was just, a, I think it was the haircut that attracted them. And then when they and got the there, the calf like, seals the deal. They're like, fuck, what else do we talk about? Hey, nice calves. Wow. Uh, and this is when you're, this, you're quite old. You're like 17, this 16. Is, yeah, year 13. So 17. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 17. And then. Shor- shortly after that, uh, a girl that I had known all of my oh, I love how this life. is the story about you going to medical <laughs> school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just have to set the scene of why I've made this life decision. And yeah. then um, shortly after that, a girl that I'd known all of my high school life, she was on my bus. I lived down the countryside. Damn. And the bus every morning would go past her house, pick her up. She'd be on the bus. This is like Napoleon Dynamite. This is gorgeous. Um, that year. You're like, do you want to see my Yu-Gi-Oh card? <laughs> Shortly after I got the haircut, she started. I think girls started being attracted to me, which then made me confident around girls. Yes. And then girls that. And you reckon this was overnight because of a haircut? Yeah, immediate. Like it's crazy when people like um, glow ups are a thing. Yeah. You know, in um, movies where the ugly girl takes off her glasses, glasses and everyone's yeah. like, "Wow, she's so hot." Yeah. That was me. Yes. Taking off my bowl cut. Bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> we call them penis cuts. You get called a knob cut. No. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> but in that saying sort of that, if people were calling me knobhead, I would have got my hair cut way sooner yeah, and yeah. would have just been in the ladies year, th- year 11. Yeah. So you were you were a nerd, a loser. You just had no interest in, in girls or just shy or just they didn't have an interest in you or things. Yeah, no, I had no interest. I loved childish things. Yeah. Competitions, mm. silly little games. Yeah. But so, so did I, but I still had interest in girls, but I was just kind of shy. And I was also, I was f- fine to be like, oh yeah, I like girls, but... You can never be with me because I'm hideous, you know. Like, mm. that. but like, no one looks good at high school, and I always feel sorry for the people who develop early and do look good at high school because, mm. like, you just get that you have to develop sooner. Well, you, you shouldn't have to, but like, you know, you I get think, like yeah, unwanted that's the thing, attention. Eh? If you if you find your value too early and your value in life is 
being attractive. You're the attractive one in the class. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You're fucked. Same with sport. It's like if you're yeah. awesome at cricket and then you don't end up becoming a professional cricketer, you're what like, you got? fuck, I'm fucked. Yeah, okay. So you met this girl on the bus and she was like the one. No, she's just the, you know, the girl next door that's been on my bus for five years. Oh. Um, and then eventually, new haircut, everyone looking at my calves. I think maybe <laughs> helped her see me in a new way. Yeah. And we started hanging out. Um, I got a number off a friend. And then we started messaging. What does this have to do with the fountain of our knowledge? <laughs> oh, continue, continue, continue. Because you're a medical expert. Yeah, yeah. anyway, fell in love. Got together like the last six months of year 13. Oh, that's Finally the got a best girlfriend. time. Did you go to the ball together? Doing the kissing, yeah. Oh, Went fuck. to the ball. Called it. Did we call it the ball? I didn't, no, go to my, did, I, didn't, I didn't even go to my seventh form formal. Couldn't get a date. But also, I was just too shy. And I was kind of glad I didn't, to be honest. I didn't. Go, yeah, I didn't go to any of our formals before then. Yeah. So, so yeah, it was kind of like just quickly trying to get all that high school shit out of the way. Yeah. Get a girl so you can get invited to all the parties, have a good time, start drinking, doing kissing with girls. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. And then towards the end of the year, you know, you do your exams, you finish early, and then, you know, my girlfriend like hits me up. She's like, "Hey, next year, what are we gonna do?" Because I'm thinking. I'm going down to Otago to study. <sighs> I'm like, damn. I guess, I guess I'm going to come too. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'll just do whatever you're doing. <laughs> and now, yeah, that was the decision I made. But um, did you? But do you, do you think she was trying to break up with you then as well? Which is like, oh, Matt will go. Oh, well, I'm staying in Christchurch, so we're going to break up. I don't. Know, I don't think so. Because she was, yeah. she seemed happy when I said I'll come too. Okay. Um, I but mean, that could be young fake love. Lying. Yeah. Young love, like so. Yeah. Intense, you know? Yeah. We're yeah. both crying. Yeah, you're like, we're going to get married. Yeah. You're uh, crying. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you too. I'm going to hit the fist. I'm going to hit the fist <laughs> too. Crazy. I love when life was so raw, eh, back in the day, when things like that really matter. Yes. Uh, anyway, go to Dunedin. Compared to, fast forward to now where you're dead inside. Yeah. Follow the girl to Dunedin. Just sign up for medicine. Had a fucking great time. Then the girlfriend ended up not liking Otago, so she wanted to move back to Canterbury. Yeah. So I was like, yes, yeah, sweet. I guess I'll do that as well. Um, what? Transferred, <laughs> transferred, I was, yeah, I was just a loser, man. <laughs> transferred back to um, Canterbury. And then, yeah. Uh, I want, so the thing is, I always wanted to go to broadcasting school. Yeah. And do film and TV, big, big director. I was born to be a star. Yeah. Um, and that was put on hold because I went to Dunedin. And then when it's I the came back. medical school. A really hard thing to do. <laughs> then I came back to. Huge um, Came back, yeah. Came back to Canterbury. Uh... Wanted to give up medicine and just go straight to broadcasting school, but then mum and dad were like, oh, you've started now. You better finish it. Yeah. Ugh, fuck, okay. I <laughs> uh, did that, cashed out my points, um, got the degree, and then finally went to broadcasting school. What was the point? That's the best way to end any story. That's so good. What's the point? Um, here's the point. I've got, I got so many things to add. The first thing I want to say is that I had this theory, because you, you told me you did four years. I know medical school is about five years. You told me you did four years. Yeah. So my theory was that you, um, and the whole time we'd known each other, I didn't want to bring this up with you because it was dice. You dropped out of, you had something horrible happen to you. You dropped out or, or flunked out, so couldn't graduate. And then you had to come direct New Zealand today. <laughs> oh, well, better go direct, go work with Guy now. My life's fucked. That's what I thought your origin story was. And I <laughs> wanted to talk about medicine, yeah. but I could never bring it up because I didn't want to bring up a dark time in your life. No, nah, I loved it. Yeah, and so you graduate time. with a fancy degree. No, just a Bachelor of Science. So anyway, I yeah. thought, which is quite funny, I thought you were, because you always talk, because you've spent time on medical school, you talk incredibly confident about it. When we say, oh, our mate's got this, you always go, well, you'll talk very confidently about it straight yeah. away. And so I will, um, I trust you as like, you're like my doctor. Yeah. Whenever I have a medical problem, <laughs> I come to you. When my testicle inflated with blood <laughs> yeah. and was the size of an apple, you were the first that person I tumor. showed. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> and Matt's like, I see that, and I'm like, that's. Uh, for the record, I never showed Matt my testicle, but you couldn't not see it because it was just it was, bulging through yeah. my pants. Fuck, it was. I got it kicked, was crazy. It's a story for another time. I got kicked in the nuts by my brother playing basketball, and my um, testicle um, exploded with uh, inside. So anyway, back to the reason we're talking about this: a fountain of our knowledge. Their theory is the fluoride is damp is a government. All around the world, even this is not every country has fluoride in the water. You got to mm. remember this. Like poor countries won't have it, or mm. or not. You know. And they're not really thriving. Yeah, yeah, poor but countries. they're also they're also not they're not there experiencing like the fifth dimension or whatever. Yeah, is the fifth dimension? What's the dimension that we? Yeah, fifth. Who we got? How many Nangas. dimensions do we have? We got three dimensions. Twenty fourth, wasn't it? Yeah, no, Nanga went to the twenty fourth. But how many dimensions are in the world? Four. Four. 
So I mean, no, there's three, and then time is the fourth. Ah, so the fifth dimension is like another world. Yeah. Yeah, and so if you're on LSD, you might experience that. Mm. Or their theory is you're suppressing that dimension with the fluoride. It, the conspiracy theory doesn't make sense because not everyone has fluoride. So it's, it's kind of uh, fluoride conceals. Yeah. Uh, it keeps the real world from our view. Or yeah. So many fuckwits out there, though. Like that, we don't know that the Pope is a lizard or something. So many fuckwits in New Zealand, in rural New Zealand, they drink water from a spring, which mm. has got no fluoride in it, and they're not like enlightened, like in another dimension. The whole that's why it annoys me about these conspiracy theories. It's like, I love conspiracy theories, and I'm like with you. I'm like, the government's holding us down, man. But fluoride is obviously not the way they're doing it, yeah. and that's what annoys me. Is like, there's just so many holes in this theory. Have you seen them put fluoride in the water? No. It's like a tiny little spoon of white powder <laughs> into a massive. Like a river. How it's have you crazy. seen it? You've been hanging out with Bill Gates? No, they, um, no, it's just a process, like water care. Or whatever. It's like a minuscule amount of fluoride. It's like trace amount. And it's a tiny yeah. teaspoon. Yeah. And they drop it into like Lake Topol. Yeah. And that's yeah. how much, yeah. you know, that's fluoride in the water. Yeah, but, but conspiracy theorists are like, that's how powerful it is. <laughs> but they're also like, there is re- there's obviously research. If you drink a lot of fluoride, you it's bad for you. Yeah. But you drink a lot of anything. You can drink, you can overdose on water. You can overdose, I th- I'm, yeah, I you can. That. You can overdose on anything. Like women in Invercargill died of Coca-Cola, like too much. Like you can, Do they? You can die of anything. A woman in Fiji, yeah, overdosed on water doing like some sort of like religious You can, I mean, yeah, you can. Too much of anything is too yeah. much, right? But fluoride, any chemical you drink too much of. If, if you if we break open the batteries in this voice recorder and then drink that, it's not going to be good for us. You know, so people are like, mm. oh, fluoride in a lot of quantity is poison. Swallowing batteries is very dangerous for babies. <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. No, like watch batteries or like, you know, those little yeah. toys. Because they get, they're easy to swallow. Yeah. And then they burn. The insides oh, of the child. So anyway, with all this knowledge we have, and this is a well-researched story. Like I've just told you the story. I thought mm. I had. I've done a lot of research there. Um, okay, tell me where does it go from now? What? How do we envision this story developing? This is what we do. We drive the van down to uh, the fountain. Why the van? <laughs> Why do <laughs> we, we all have to go? It's <laughs> <laughs> like six people. We, we all travel in the van. <laughs> Maybe like a bit of a reconnaissance mission. You know, maybe we get some night vision cameras going. And the Paris Hilton sex tape technology we used so effectively in uh, uh, the Tokoroa story. Why are they doing it at night? Well, because I don't know when mm. they're turning up. We're going to be there 24-hour surveillance. Mm. Like we do shifts, obviously. Mm. And we just film the fountain, and we just see what shows up. And whoever we meet there, we talk to them, and we learn the secrets of the universe. Mm. That's a good story. I think that's funny. I think that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then you talk to them? Yeah. And then what? We go fight. We just go to their house or to their caravan or wherever. <laughs> I know Why are they in a caravan? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I guess because they need water. A yeah. lot of alternative lifestyle people live in caravans. Off the grid, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're tra- just being free and um, experiencing nature and living in nature. Like, it's expensive to live in a, a nice house in the bush. But mm. to live in a caravan, you can just fucking, mm. anything goes, man. Fuck the man. And so, um, just I just feel like there's gonna be a lot of caravans. And no, but here's the thing: <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a caravan, if you're in a caravan, also, yeah. I mean like a, I mean like a camper van is what I mean. Yeah. You need to fill up your water. Yeah, you need water. So you that makes well sense. Yeah. Unfluorinated water. So anyway, this is a good story. You have been reluctant to film it on New Zealand today. Well, no, look, this is your plan for the story. <clears throat> there's yeah. a tap in Hamilton. <laughs> it's got no fluoride in it. I'm gonna go and watch people yeah. take water from the tap. And go back to their caravan. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and that's good. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do it for the podcast. Mm. I'm going to prove you wrong. You, you cocky <laughs> Auckland Jaffa freak. I'm going to get in my car now. I'm going to drive to Hamilton. And I'm going to park up with my voice recorder. And I'm going to meet the most amazing people that the world has to offer. To learn the secrets of the universe at the fountain of ignorance. Stake out. Yeah. Just you. Sit in my car. And what? And what? And, and meet the most interesting people. Fuck you! I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do a great story. All right. So then, so, as soon as you some, see someone at the tap, yeah, you're gonna run out there and go, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm Guy. Oh yeah. Isn't that what I always do? Yeah. And doesn't it work great? <laughs> it does. Yeah. It'll yeah, it works good. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Uh, cool. Cheers, Matt. Good luck. See you soon. Okay, so according to the press release from Fluoride Free Hamilton, 
the facility is in the middle of Claudelands Park, conveniently placed near the new venue for the farmers market. Use gate T. Historic grandstand building. Plenty of parking, the tappers and the car park just by the children's playground and the public toilets. There's the toilets, there's the playground and grandstands, and here it is. I've found the iconic Hamilton fluoride-free water fountain. Just looks like any other modern fancy water fountain in New Zealand. It's about two meters high, has water written in large writing and a pitcher of blue water, Hamilton City Council logo. This water supply is fluoride free. Chlorine has been added to disinfect the water. Oh, I get it. So there's, there's I forgot what we were talking about for a second there. It's got no fluoride, but it does have chlorine. Water should be only be stored in clean food grade containers and kept in a cool environment away from direct sunlight. Wow. Aquafill. I feel like I'm part of history here. There's no one near. This is it. The fountain of unknowledge in the middle of a windy park with some kids playing over there and a soccer game being set up over there and Glowbox, what the fuck is Glowbox? Glowbox Arena, formerly Claudelands Arena in the distance. Okay, well there's only one thing for me to do and that is uh, take a sip. It's a weird one where it's got like multiple taps. It has like a, what the hell's that? <laughs> the first one I press is a button on the side and it has a hose above it that just runs onto the button in like a trickle so I don't know I guess it's for like a, a bottle but that's pretty useless I guess you could maybe attach a hose to that okay that one's horrific oh this one's got a hose specifically oh that one's better you could fill a bottle with that oh shit I've pressed it now it's, I'm wasting a lot of water I'm sorry for doing that oh please stop my feet are getting all wet but that is a, okay, I'll at least get the audio. That is the sound of fluoride-free water. Unbelievable. Please stop running. Please, please. Okay, while we're waiting for that to finish, this is so bad that I, I should not press that button. I'm trying to pull it out. I cannot stop it. I was just going to have to stop on its own. I'm going to try and use the drinking fountain. It's quite a cool design, this. It's been designed, like, intensely so you can't put your mouth over the fountain. Oh my god, the wind's blowing, the water, the fluoride-free water is touching me, it burns my skin. The lack of fluoridation is really, no, I'm joking. Bit of a joke there, ha ha ha. Okay, here's the button. I'm going to taste some fluoride-free water. It just tastes like standard drinking fountain I mean, I didn't know what you were expecting, to be honest, or what I was expecting, but yeah, pretty standard drinking fountain there. A man is looking at me weird. <sighs> Beautiful. It tastes good. I wouldn't say it's bad. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say it's above average drinking fountain. Like, if you're in Hamilton, and you're looking for a drinking fountain, like, most drinking fountains taste like pure garbage. And this one, I guess it's because it's not a hot day, but it's not hot, which is because when it's warm, it's disgusting. I would recommend this one, but don't press the button on the side unless you're filling a, la a large vessel because it runs for about four minutes. So I found it, the fountain of not unknowledge, and now I've just got to sit here and wait for someone to show up so I can interview them and find all the secrets to the world. I'm going to go get in the car. Okay, I've been waiting about 15 minutes now. I uh, haven't seen anyone. Uh, looking for the the fountain of our knowledge. Yeah, not a lot going on. We're up to 45 minutes. Fuck all happening. Some soccer players are parking, but on the opposite side to the fountain, not much going on. Okay, here comes the car. Right through the car park, down to the end where the fountain is. They are pulling in. Let's get out of the car. It looks like it might be filling up. Kind of scary. Just like I do with the bandana. He's got his rubbish bags. Do you know what he's doing? He's just dumping his, um, that's quite funny. He's literally just dumping his, like illegally dumping his rubbish is what he's doing. He's looking at me like, what the fuck are you gonna do? I'm not, I'm not doing anything, man. So you just keep on doing you. Here comes a car, blacked out windows, pulling out into the spot right in front of the fountain. Okay, it appears um, some cars 
have parked up next to the fountain, but no one's getting out and their windows are very darkly tinted. I would go over and interview them, but I feel like they may murder me. They're very darkly tinted. That cannot be legal. But then again, is it legal for me to sit here in the car park of a kid's playground trying to stalk people? Or probably that's probably not legal either. So we'll just we'll just let we'll just we'll let those two things cancel each other out. Okay, the blacked out windows car is still just parked up. I'm gonna go and talk to them. If this is the end of the podcast, then you know I've been murdered. Quite a gang. I'd call describe the car as gangster looking, very low to the ground, big rims, blacked out windows. Pray for me. Okay, I just talked to the guys in the car. They don't want to come on the podcast, um, but they were just having a vape, is what they said. Uh, two guys in the car, both seem like they're in their early 20s. I believe them when they said they were having a vape. One of them had some sort of patch on his lap. I don't know what it was. It wasn't mongrel mob. It wasn't like red and black, but it was maybe black power. I don't know. It, didn't, it wasn't easily recognizable. And the other dude, uh, don't know what his vibe was. Um, seemed to be a vape enthusiast, I think. Anyway, I asked them if they wanted to do an interview. They said, uh, get fucked. Um, but no, they were nice. They were, they were genuine. Uh, they were, I, I'm saying that in a mean way. They, they said it in a very nice way. Lovely dudes. Um, I would highly recommend approaching them for an interview again. Five stars. Okay, that's probably all the time I have for bloody stalking out the fountain today. I've done about two hours. I've learned no knowledge. Really losing enthusiasm for this project, but been a good use. No, well, it hasn't been a good use of time, but it's been a use of time. You know, something to fill in the time before we die. I'll try again tomorrow. <laughs>
You're wearing orange and you've you're bloody got 12 uh, lawnmowers. Oh, yeah, no, we're the council, we do that side. Don't we? we don't look after the cordons itself. Oh, because I was like, did you know that's the unflor unfluoridated water tap? Oh, no, 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 no. There's no fluoride in that water. Yeah, no, I didn't even know that, mate. Didn't know about that, you just got exactly. some water. Exactly. And then you're like, why will it not stop it's running? It's for people to fill up their bottles, yeah, but yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So you don't, you don't see many people using that tap or anything like that? Yeah, I have, actually. You have? Yeah. Like, yeah, like me. Yeah, do you sure. see people like bringing big bottles and filling oh, up? I don't think so, mate. Oh, just, just, drink, just drink, a drinking drink fountain. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. Why is that, that one? Because I'm just here. I'm stalking it out because I want to see people. Because that 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 tap was installed yeah. by the um, council yeah. um, with the aim of um, appeasing people who don't want fluoride in their water. Because because oh. water gets fluoride added to it to help people's teeth. This guy's fucking driving like a madman. What the fuck is? He's got like a van of about forty kids. And he's just yeah, like right. speeding around the car park. Yeah, right. But you haven't seen you haven't seen no, weirdos so no, filling no, up there. No, no. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no I, I saw a young couple doing it, you know, with their kids and they were having oh, a drink. Oh, just a family. That's a family. Yeah. So, okay. That's about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's cool. Okay. Uh, we just look after that section over there, the grounds. So well, you, the beautiful grounds. So you're doing a wonderful job. Oh, it's great. So there's on, on either side of the car park. There's two different types of grass. That's right, yeah. And half of them are done by them, and half of them yeah, are done by you. Yeah, exactly. So is that a bit tense? Like, do you compare grass? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't get into it like 100%, but yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you get pissed off when um, uh, there's a big concert and it like ruins the grass? Oh, it's a bit like Guy Fawkes, eh? Hey? Yeah. Rolls over there, eh? yeah. just rolls, eh? Hey? Yeah. Like can you do it's out, of, out of your control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You just shape, oh, I hope that place doesn't get trashed or wrecked or <laughs> some idiot doesn't put his car in there and start doing donuts. So that's pretty common. Oh, Peel and Hamilton do donuts on oh, the field? Yes, yeah. crazy, mate. Bloody annoying, eh? It's crazy. <laughs> so you're not a guy who gives a shit about water then? You're just, oh, I'm just thirsty. <laughs> you're just a thirsty <laughs> man yeah, yeah, yeah. who loves grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. loves grass. That's, grass. Uh, I mean, grass, grass, not yeah. grass, grass. Grass, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, really nice to meet you, sir. Yeah, you too, bro. Nice to meet you. Um, he was a nice guy. He's um He's gone back to his truck now and he's doing, yeah, he's going, yee-hoo. Which is quite weird. I mean, good on him. I think the other couple who are parked outside the fountain are just um, having their lunch, so it's a false alarm. I kind of want to go knock on their window, but I also don't kind of want to ruin their lunch by seeing my big head. So I'll, I'll keep on monitoring. Another car coming in now. Another couple also possibly having lunch, but it's all it's all happening here. If you if you wonder, guy, how's your life going? I'd say sitting in a car park in Hamilton, watching people eat their lunch and smoke weed is it's going pretty good. It's going pretty bloody good. Interesting development. Uh, one of the couples parked up to leave. It looks like three people. They might be smoking weed. They are leaving. The uh, lawnmower guys, the guy that I interviewed earlier who does half the fields, they're just firing up their lawnmowers. They're about to drive them off the back of their truck, right? They put out traffic cones, which is quite funny because there's no one else around but, but me and this other car that's parked in front of the fountain. Another truck has pulled up and they have a lawnmower in the back of their truck. And I was like, is this the rival lawnmower crew to mow, mow the other lawns? If they are a rival crew, they're going to get fucked up. Because the guy I interviewed, he's got two massive, like, bigger than a golf cart size ride-on lawnmowers with proper steering wheels and a flashing light on the roof and it's painted orange it looks fucking cool. Whereas these guys have just got a shitty push mower. So if this is going to be a lawnmower off, then uh, I feel like those guys are going to get fucked up. Anyway, the point is there's a lot of fun here uh, at the park in Claudelands. It's all happening. Come on down. Well, don't come on down, but like, if you live in Hamilton, check out the park sometime, because I'd highly recommend parks as a concept. It's all kicking off now. Very excited for people who have just joined us. Both lawnmowers um, from the original truck and the guy I interviewed, they're, they're actually going hard on the fields now. Um, the rival lawnmower is here, but they're not actually mowing lawns. They're just parked up. And then another car, another kind of Nana car, another Honda, Honda Fit, has pulled up as well, so very exciting stuff. There's a kid, a few kids around, a few people using the public toilets. A few cars actually have driven, this is quite interesting, they've driven in and they're doing a UE and they're driving back out because they think this is a through fare, but it's not, it's just a car park and some toilets and uh, a fountain of unknowledge. I am losing my mind, so if any police want to do come and arrest me, uh, I would recommend it just to free me from the real prison, which is the prison of my, of my mind. Still waiting for someone to get out and fill their water bottle who, is actually there, who actually knows it's a fluoride-free tap. We, we, we wait with bated breath. Or with fluor, fluor, fluoridated breath. 
fluoridated. Fluoridated. Been here for three hours. A bit of an update. There was a guy who came by before who uh, didn't want me to record, but um, he said uh, off the record that um, obviously I'm not identifying him as okay to just say what he said. He said he didn't want to be quoted on it, but like he said a lot of the people, he said he comes past the fountain a lot and he's seen a lot of people who use it like camper homes and stuff like that, which kind of makes sense because you need to fill up water anyway. Um, and then, so like I guess alternative lifestyle people who uh, he said often have quite a methy vibe, which I thought was a funny way of describing it. Here's a car here pulling up. Hello. Hello. Are you here for the water? Oh, wow. Nice to meet you. My name's Guy. I'm from a show called New Zealand Today. And I was very interested in this water fountain here. It's a very special water fountain, right? Yeah. Um, do, do you mind if I, I, I record a little bit? Like what? I'm just doing a, a, a segment for my podcast called New Zealand Today. Well, the water in the tap at the home is not, not good, so I come and get a drink of water over here. Okay, so this is where you get your fresh water? Yeah. Wow. So the, the tap one is uh, only good if you pull the water. But I decided we don't use it. You, you don't want the fluoride in the water? Well, uh, to me, the, the best one over here is as far as I know. The, the tap one at home is no good unless we boil it all the time. So Is it because is that because of the fluoride, is it? Well, I don't know what they put in the water. I just trust them to look after us. Okay. So, uh, so you think like, this is the best water? Well, so they say. Wow, okay. Okay, well, in many ways, it's like a fountain of knowledge because people who know about water know this is the place to come for the best water. Well, I've been coming over here and some other people too, so I assume that it's better than the one at the home in the tap for a start. Oh, okay, oh, good on you, man. Yes. Can you play chess, my man? Can I play chess, my man? You. Can I play chess? Yeah, I can play chess. I self taught chess I learned. I worked for Fontana for nearly 44 years after I've anybody there. Okay. I'm good at all game. I've taught myself to speak English. I come with big zero of everything. Wow. My dad died when I was a baby. No help from nobody. Wow. Go to school, no lunch, no breakfast. That's about every day. Drop out in the high school when I was 13. My mum used to give me a hiding on the end. That's like an automatic pilot. Go hunting in my time by myself. My dad died when I was a baby. He went hunting, forgot to take the bullet out of the shotgun, tried to scare the land grabber and lift the rock, he thought the barrel was empty, and the thing got off, and all the pellets bound back and blew his arm and he died. Oh my goodness, that's a harrowing story. And I've uh, grown up with never have a birthday present, never have a Christmas present, never go to any picnic day in a primary school. I'd drop out on those feet in, go to the high school, too shame to go to the high school. No lunch, most of the time, one set of uniform. Wow. So I have my beautiful daughter now and grandkids, I've been nice to them. Yeah. My, my grandfather, my dad's father, he didn't even talk to me. I worked on this land for nine months. He didn't even come and help me or wow. think I'll make a biggest mistake. That's incredibly, so, that's incredibly hard. I'm sorry, it's so awesome that you're so nice to your, your grandkids. Yes, and uh, my dad's brother, he's a teacher. I was in this class for the whole year. Not once he helped me with my homework, not once he sent me a lunch or gave me a pocket money. Wow. He gave me heaps of time. Wow. And my dad's first cousin, he's a headmaster, punched me in the stomach, full punch, because uh, my mistake in my homework. I've got no older brother and sister at home. They've all been adopted out. So nobody helped me with my homework. I just hit the wall. Holy so, heck. So I was 18 and I come over here, no shoes, I had to borrow a pair of shoes. Where did you come from when you were 18? Niue. You came from Niue? Yeah, Niue is not a, a rich island. No, no, no. Well, oh, you came well, from Niue, you came to New Zealand, you started a new life. Yeah, and I self-taught myself to speak English. Wow. And I read the Bible a few times now, and I memorized all the books by heart. You memorized the Bible? All the books by heart, like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers. What's, your, what's one of your favorite quotes from the Bible? Well, the first comes in Psalm 117. Praise the Lord, all you people, all you nice and all you people, for Christ's love toward us and faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Wow. So, That's so, fantastic. I'd love to play you in chess. Where do you play chess? I've got the 12th level in a, in a computer. 
You got to level 12 on the computer. I beat the level 12 twice. You beat the level 12 twice on what? On a Microsoft computer? On a, on a phone set of a chess game. One, two, up to 12 level. And what's the highest level? It's level 12. Wow. I never heard anybody beat the highest level in the computer. Do you ever, can I meet you and play chess against you sometime? Oh, well, one day, well, if you see, I'll give you a run for your money. Keep out the good work, man. What sort of vessel are you filling up today? What are you, what are you filling up with water? Oh, uh, it's a bottle down the front. You got a bottle? Uh, yeah, but... I'm so interested in this. Holy heck, it's windy, eh? Yeah. Oh, so you got a big old water bottle, yeah. and you just come and plug it in here and get your water? Yeah. Uh, and it's the best water in Hamilton? Well, as far as I know, yeah. Who, how did you find out this was the best water? Well, I come out here a lot and bring the dog ducks for a walk in the park, so I see people fill up the you bottle. You see people filling up and they told you? Well, uh, nobody told me. I, I assume it was a good water because there's a lot of kids drink the water from over here. Oh, okay, okay. Do you think it tastes better? Well, to me, I trust them, so I... You trust and, just kids in the park? No, well, I trust the people who put the drinking water over here, so it must be good. Okay, yeah, good point. Okay, well, um, really nice to meet you, man. Yeah, and, nice um, to meet you too. And uh, I might see you on the chess, chess yeah. field sometime. Yep. Thanks heaps. Nice to meet you, bro. Yeah. Thank you for um, talking to me for a start. Yeah, cheers, yeah. bro. Yeah. Awesome. Have yeah. a lovely day. Good God luck bless. with your water. God bless you always, too. God bless you, too, man. Gorgeous. Oh, I feel like a right arsehole. Came here to take the piss out of people. And, uh... Hey, bro, you got to fill up your water still? Don't forget to fill up the water. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was weird. He's, uh... He, he said goodbye to me, and then he got back in the car and went to drive away. The best water in Hamilton. Yeah, brother. I think he forgot what he was here for. But yeah, I, I kind of felt bad because I was like, oh, I kind of come here to make fun of these people. And then that guy just told me his life story, apropos of nothing. You know, I didn't want to make fun of him. And uh, yeah, he was just the most beautiful, uh, lovely person who's obviously been through some incredibly traumatic and tough times. Just walking past the grandstand now, I feel like I can hear someone singing inside. Well, I don't have time for that shit right now. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go home and have a glass of water. <laughs> oh, that was a good finish of the podcast, eh? Guy, you, guy, you cheeky bastard, you've done it again. Okay, well, can I just say, and this is the good thing about the podcast, thank Jesus we didn't take a camera crew down to film that, because it was <laughs> a long day, and I actually can't believe I did that, but I genuinely thought I'd find some amazing stuff at the Fountain of Knowledge. I didn't, unfortunately. A couple of lawnmowers. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of lawnmowers. I, like, I quite like that. But. So, yeah, so for people from Hamilton, there's like a, there's a little, little path that runs through like a road that has kind of been cut off now near the grandstand that runs through the middle of the park, and one side is mowed by one organisation and the other side is mowed by another organisation. I found that very strange considering there's only like, it's only one lane of road that separates the two. Like it's pretty narrow. It seems a little bit inefficient but such as the... Do you think it's like a, a fair like competition kind of clause that they have to oh. run? Do you think? Like something like that? I wish it was something like that but uh, I mean realistically uh, surely the council should just do both. Or do you think like the councillor his two sons own lawnmower businesses <laughs> and he has to hire them both? <laughs> 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 Sounds like a New Zealand today I think. Yeah, well, I mean, considering you've just made up all the details in your head, <laughs> it probably won't be that realistic. But I made up the details of that one in my head, and you told me, all right, you want to do it, go do some research. And I went down and did it, put my money where my mouth was. You've got to give me some credit. But yeah, it turns out it wasn't the goldmine story that I was maybe hoping for. Do you think, what if we went down there with cameras, though? Because I feel like, like cameras... the magic of New Zealand yeah, today. Yeah, cameras are a magnet. I didn't run to that many interesting people, though. There was definitely a few people who I thought maybe... It was kind of crazy the luck that I did have being there, you know. I ran into the guy who tests the fluoride, which is interesting. A few people who I'm sure were, like, potentially gang-affiliated, maybe, or something like that. But nothing... Not the story that I was looking for. Mm. People who were there obsessed about the water. And the one man I did meet, he didn't have that strong convictions, you know. He was kind of like... You kind of heard there that he was kind of like, I just heard it was the best water, so I decided yeah. to trust it, but... He didn't seem to be like a massive anti-fluoride guy or anything Did you like taste that. it? Yep. And? Uh, fine. Didn't know, this, didn't know this difference. You'd have to like line up like four waters. But I don't notice when I go to Christchurch, you know, although I know they don't have it anymore, but back in the day when Christchurch had water straight from the aquifer, yeah, and it was supposed to be the best water in New Zealand, and Christchurch would yeah. even claim the best water in the world, I would, I'd go there and I'd, I'd enjoy it, but I'd never be like... Yeah. 
Like, I like Auckland water. I, I, I just uh, maybe it's when you get older, but I don't know what the age you get into. You become a connoisseur of water. I'm quite sensitive to water. Oh yeah. Mm. So maybe next summer in Hamilton, you have to give it a try. Yeah. Why didn't I fucking put some in a bottle and bring some back? Are you allowed to? Yeah. No, the whole point of it is that if anyone's in Hamilton wants no, to get No, but like take water, it out of Hamilton. Is there like uh, border security? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say that to anyone listening, um, I strongly believe that fluoride in the water is a good thing. Protects people's health and stuff like that. And from all the evidence that I've seen, and I've been you know researching this for a little while now, um, I totally understand people's arguments and concerns about fluoride, but the amount that's put into the New Zealand drinking supply, in my opinion, and the opinion of the experts who write the articles, is that it's, it's minuscule. so minuscule. Insignificant. Yeah. But, and it's cool that the tap is there for the people who don't want to drink it. Yeah. Like, there is an option. Because there was a crazy week where Hamilton did manage to get it out of their water supply entirely, which can't be easy because you'd have to like, it'd take a while for the, all the fluoride to get flushed out of the tap. Okay, well, supply. here's the thing. The council could just say it's gone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, how are you going to prove it otherwise? Yeah, and I would say, oh, the um, the uh, anti-fluoride appeal could do scientific testing. But then I was like, Can those they? dudes are doing no scientific testing, eh? They're doing no... It's like, you know, if you actually want to get into the vaccine, you should probably actually do some scientific testing as opposed to... It would take quite a few years at university to even get to the level, but of course they believe the university is entirely mm. a sham anyway. But that's, yeah, that's the thing. It's so easy to do. Mm. Figure out how you test fluoride. Mm. And go do it. Yeah. And then drink it and see if you feel sick. Like, there's ways of doing it. I don't think they think necessarily that um, it makes you feel sick. They think that it, like, it might dumb you down or... <laughs> they, they, oh, no. so they've been drinking a lot of it. No. <laughs> yeah, the logic, the logic is this that the, they, use, they use the stuff in the, in the water control. Same arguments with the vaccine. They're like, there's a microchip in there to track you or to yeah. keep you dumb or... Didn't you? I thought you had the conspiracy theory the other day that what if the air was a gas that was like a soma-like gas to keep us living inside the matrix? Did I say that? Maybe it wasn't you. I think I said. Maybe it was a there was a homeless man outside a bus shelter in. Uh, nah, I said something about Takapuna. um going to a, a um, theater and experiencing movies better. Ooh. Why? Maybe they're just pumping in a bit of nice oxygen, bit of nos. Oxygen. I don't know. Yeah. Bit of laughing gas. Yeah. No. Good point. And. Um, yeah, I'm glad we didn't we didn't film that at long and short of it. Shout out to Hamilton. Shout out to everyone who spoke to me for the story. And um, yeah, did you go check out old uh, Refuel Joe while you there? Uh, I drove past. Um, and How's he, he gone? I don't think he was in, so I just oh. like I just kept on driving. Yeah, but lovely trip to Hamilton, and um, I'll visit again soon. Hamilton Gardens. Did not go there. Oh. I really like the gardens. Yeah, they're, no, they're lovely gardens. We'll talk about that another time. Um, thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you to everyone who was part of the story. Thank you to Matt Cook. Cheers, Guy. And uh, I've been Guy Williams. I've been Maddie Cook. And we'll talk to you next time. Cheers for tuning in. If you enjoyed this production, please tell your mates and spread the good word. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the New Zealand Today podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all at the same time, really get our numbers up. The New Zealand Today podcast is a production of Freddy Boy Podcasts. That's a podcast brand we made up for season one, and now we're on season two, and it's still literally the only podcast on the label. It was edited by Zane Dionysus Carney. That's such a good name. It features Matt, the cookie man cook, and it was made with the help of the icons at New Zealand On Air. It's like an episode of Ice TV. Is that New Zealand On Air? I'm not sure. 